Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1154. Today I want to talk to you about uh, breaking complacency. Um, Last week I would have mentioned that I had a coaching session with my, my coach JT over in the US and it was part of a a group coaching call. It was one of those calls I wasn't exactly sure what the format of the call was going to be because each time we have a session, they're all different. Sometimes he's interviewing uh, people, sometimes he's just um, presenting content, content. Uh, maybe he takes a few questions at the end, It's uh, maybe he's hitting hitting new people up really hard to try and get some breakthroughs with them, which is what I thought this one was going to be. Uh, but it wasn't, and he, he spent uh, some time coaching me in front of everybody else, and you know, in some ways tore me to shreds, in other ways could have torn me to shreds even further. And what was interesting was when you feel like you're being threatened, when you feel like you're under attack, what's the first thing that you want to do? Well, you either fight or you flight, don't you? You run away, you get, you get off the call. You, you know, say, well, stuff you, I'm not going to listen to this. But there's one thing that I know about my coach, and that is he will always look to get the best out of you always. And yeah, he'll say some hard things, but he'll never break you so that you are broken. He might break you down, but then build you back up. It's all part of the process of working out how you break through, what he calls permafrost, how you break through those things that have been stopping you in the past. And most of us don't want to go there because it can be hurtful. And one of the things that I pride myself on is my loyalty. And I'm a very, very loyal person. Uh, Now, he attacked me on my loyalty. Had a go at me on my loyalty. And I'm like, okay, that feels unfair because I know who I am. But then I thought about it and I acknowledged to him on the call. I said, you're right. I said, I have dropped the ball in this space. And I said, it was because of my daughter mentioned what was going on with her just very briefly. But I said, I don't use that as an excuse because he doesn't care about, he's got a very big heart, but he doesn't care about the things that people use as distraction to excuse themselves for lack of performance, lack of success. And uh, anyway, we then moved on into the, into the call. So in the subsequent days after that, I, I've been thinking about uh, you know, the reason that he said it and what I could have done differently and what I need to do now in order to have a, a different perception in his eyes, but also to have a look within myself to say, okay, so what, what was I doing then? Why did I do that? Why didn't I step up more? Why didn't I you know, do all of these different things? 
very easy to say, well, of course you wouldn't have been able to do that because of this, this and this happened in your life. Because of my daughter, because of COVID, the lockdowns, all that kind of stuff. And in many ways, uh, a lot of people can't relate to what's going on uh, because especially over in the US, they haven't been locked down anywhere near like we have. So um, being able to understand what we're going through is different. The, the economic impact, the mental health impact is just very different over there because they're in many states just back to normal. It's a normal way of living for them right now, whereas we're still living under, you know, some very tight restrictions in our day-to-day stuff. Now, obviously, the globally, like I said yesterday, there's still huge impacts for uh, COVID and what it means for our way of living, um, for sure. Uh, but in the, the last few days, I've been thinking about, okay, what, is, what does that mean to me and why, why did I take the action that I did? And it all comes down to complacency. The stuff that my daughter's going through is so intense. I'm going uh, into the hospital again today uh, to spend some time with her and working out an action plan with her one-on-one to try and get to the other side of what's going on for her. Uh, Now, it may be a complete disaster. I'll let you know Uh, tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what the plan is is and in broad terms but the last time I raised this topic with her and it's just about planting seeds it's not about okay let's have a now very deep conversation about a plan to keep you out of hospital and get you back to where you want to be it's throwing out seeds because she's a deep thinker Um, she's going through a lot it's not about uh, you know, putting so much pressure and stress on her that it, it makes things worse for her. But planting some seeds. So I, I threw out the seeds a few days ago about, yeah, you know, we're going to do things a little bit differently when you come home from hospital this time and just mentioned a couple of things and how exciting it was that she was excited about doing a couple of things. And rather than, you know, just jumping on board and saying, oh, wow, that sounds great. Yeah, I'd love to do that. That sounds really good. She completely shut down. Completely. I was like, okay, great. So I changed the subject to talk about something else and distract her in, in, you know, in that space. And um, today I'm going back to throw out a few more seeds and see if we can dig into a little bit more detail about what's required because she's a deep thinker and I know she's been thinking about as I mentioned the word plan and I was just speaking with her mum before and she had been asking her mum so what's your plan this time Um, so she's thinking about it what we have to do now is it's up to me to just plant some more seeds and try and work through all of this but it may be a complete disaster it's going to take a long time to get some breakthroughs um, but let's see we've got to try it and so that's what I'm going in there to do today and because of what she was been going through at the start of the year I said you know what I've worked so hard in the last a uh, couple of years I just want to consolidate this year and you know I 
I don't want to be as distracted for like uh, with my coach during COVID, he was doing so many different things. Okay, every day. He's got a bigger team around him and so he can jump from one thing to the next to the next and have people manage things and stuff. And I was finding that after a period of time, it was just, it was just distracting me uh, from what it was that I needed to do. And I started to get more done when I stopped listening to those daily things that he was doing. But what that did, I then uh, started to condition myself to not listening. And I started to condition myself to that word, consolidating this year and not being able to grow as much because of what my daughter was going through and I thought hmm okay because if you talk to uh, you know like the specialists and what they require uh, you know of of me as a dad and of their mum it's it's a crazy a crazy amount of time that they require in fact ideally what they want is for both parents to give up their careers to completely focus on the particular issue with their, you know, the child. It's like, we can't do that. Okay, I'm a, we're both single income families in different households. We co-parent, but I can't afford to stop running my business. I've, I've spent 13 years building my client base, creating what it is that I now do. I cannot stop doing that. And yes, is the health of our daughter incredibly important? Well, of course it is. But I don't believe that you need to stop everything to achieve growth in one area because you're going to get maybe some growth in that area and there's no guarantee of that, but have complete devastation in in the other. So we did a bunch of research and um, her mum does more research in this space than I do. Uh, but she said she found no evidence to indicate that any parents that had been through this uh, had said that taking all of this time off worked helped at all. And normally, it happens in a scenario where it's a dual income family and one parent um, steps up. And not in that situation. So I can't do it. So I have found uh, a way to try and make it work for both myself and um, my daughter's mum. But we're not achieving success. But we've heard stories from people that have sacrificed everything and they're either in the same or a worse position uh, than we are. So I'm telling you that background story because I had planted in my mind this this seed of complacency and this seed of I wanted to just take a step back and like during the lockdowns and everything I was trying to be as productive as possible and I achieved some really good work but with my daughter and just like now like today it's six hours out of my day six hours out of my day I will not get too much more work done today so I got up um well, a little bit later than I normally would because of just uh, my sleep schedule at the moment with my strength and conditioning coach to make sure that my body's rested. I, um, I did a little bit of work. I did my workout, great workout today. And then I have headed off to the hospital. I've got a, a meeting with uh, doctors on the way home in the car. Um, you know, mental health 
uh, are specialists as well. Uh, that's from 2 to 3 p.m. today, so I'll do that while I'm driving home in the car back from the hospital. Then I'll spend some time with my elder daughter. When I get home, then do a couple of hours work before I've got um, a group session tonight, spend some more time with my daughter, and then at 9 p.m. tonight, I've got another session with my, uh, my coach in the, a group session uh, in the U.S. So it's a big commitment uh, from me to, to be able to do this, but trying to get these breakthroughs and spend time with my daughter. But, you know, it wears you down. So I had planted these seeds of complacency and then each day after day after day, I started to condition myself to that complacency. Oh, well, you know, you've had a good year last year and you're still growing this year. On top of last year, even though we're still locked down, so, you know, don't worry too much. You know, devote that extra time to your daughter, that energy, whatever. You know, rest up because it's really draining. Now, of course that makes sense to do that. But in doing that conditioning of myself, I was allowing things that have been working for the last couple of years and I've worked so hard to condition myself to do the opposite that I was starting to condition myself to form these new habits, which was disconnecting with my, my coach. And the more that I disconnect there, what direct impact does that have? Well, it has an immediate direct income, I'm sorry, direct impact on my income and my growth. Because every single session that I do with my business coach, I grow every single one it doesn't matter what the format of the session is I grow every single time and that is the reason that I get coaching okay my coach is phenomenal and every single time I get fired up it gets my adrenaline pumping gets me more excited more motivated makes me realize uh, the areas where I need to grow I always take away a whole bunch of things from every single session but I disconnected from some of them. And I was doing some of them from time to time, but because of the time zone difference and everything, it just wasn't workable for me. 3 a.m. in the morning, 1 a.m. in the morning, as well as getting all the sleep that I need is just not practical for me. So I, I stopped doing uh, some of those things. And he called me out on it. So coming back to him, calling me out on it and how I've been thinking about all that. Uh, it was painful. Was it a little bit embarrassing because it was in front of other people? Yeah, but you know what? I don't care. I'm beyond that now because it's about me getting the breakthrough for me. And uh, he was right to do it because in doing that, I felt like I had uh, let him down and I felt more so like I had let myself down. And it's just a reminder of it does not matter what is going on in your life. You can't forget what's gotten you to where you are and never stop doing those things that got you to where you are. Because 
when you realize that the people you hang out with are going to determine how successful you are. I was hanging out with broke people before. Now, I, I don't want to, and this, this might sound wrong in some context, and obviously I have friends that are uh, outside this, this category, but if I want to grow as a person and grow my wealth, grow as a business person, then I don't want to hang out with anyone that's not a millionaire. Okay, because the millionaire mindset is different to just an everyday person. I don't care what you say, it's absolutely true. If you hang out with billionaires, you are more likely to become a billionaire or at least a multi-multi-millionaire. If you hang out with broke people, you will not become a millionaire. You're gonna become broke because you have broke discussions. You have a broke mindset. Okay, now it's not all about money, but I know that the more successful person that I hang out with, the better mindset that I have in the, the group of people around me, the more successful they are. And that's who I want to hang out with, successful people. Those that have a growth mindset. Those that are wealthy because, not because they're wealthy, because I know that their mindset is amazing. And those people that are really wealthy are also very healthy because they understand the value of looking after their health. And then that helps them build more wealth. Okay, broke people are often overweight. Broke people are going from week to week. Broke people are having negative conversations, not a great circle of friends, all of those things. And that's where I was spending a lot of my time. Not interested in doing that anymore. And you notice when you do start to hang out with millionaires, multi-millionaires, billionaires, the conversations you have are different. They are different. The mindset is different. The, the gratitude is different. Different. The conversations around health are, are different. Uh, life is just different when you, and you hang out with those types of people. So as I'm going back and I'm thinking about, hmm, what do I feel from my coach calling me out in front of everybody? I thought, okay, I could do nothing here and I could say, I'm never going to listen to him again because, uh, you know, it was hurtful, uh, I, he embarrassed me, um, it was unfair, it was untrue because I'm this, this and this. Or I could say, well, that's a really intelligent man. He's right. I have dropped the ball in this space. And he said, look, you were good at the start of the pandemic and this happened and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know what, despite everything going on, I need to step things up. And so I took immediate action. I said, okay, I need to go back to listening to him every day. So that's what I do every single day. I'm listening into, um, just like I do my own podcast, uh, he, he used to do one every day. Um, he does snippets of things on um, social media every day, uh, but I'm listening to his courses every day. I'm going through and I'm getting more knowledge every day. So I thought, actually, that was something that I stopped doing 
and that really did help me in the past and now that I've stopped doing it hmm, there's something in the loss of the growth that I'm not getting every day that I need to really change so I've started doing that I also upgraded my level of membership um, uh, with my coach so that I now have a meeting with him every week every week I thought I need that weekly accountability and uh, I did the first one last Friday so my call with him I think was on the Tuesday so by Friday bang I'm in on the call tonight I um, and what I also did was connected with uh, a good friend of mine uh, who's also um, uses uh, JT's coach and connected with her and I said look this is what happened. She wasn't on the, the coaching call. Uh, but I said, look, this is what happened. This is what I think. What are some strategies that you think that I could implement so that he can see that I am um, staying connected? Or what, you know, what is she doing, etc., etc. And so through that conversation, I'm now tapping into another um, high-level group with my coach, uh, and that means tonight. And so um, I get to listen in tonight, and then um, they have a discussion with me about uh, joining the group after the meeting. Um, so I'm doing that um, today as well. So what will that do? So this one's about investment, okay? So this one's about investing. Uh, so it's basically a group of uh, founders in his group that are high-level people, all successful, already and they have uh, business ideas brought to them uh, they invest in certain certain things it could be from Hollywood movies to uh, you know um, billion dollar apps uh, that have been created etc etc so really exciting so I, I'm thinking okay what are those other relationships that I need to create because I need to be hanging out with more people that are doing it better than me, smarter than me, and it creates more relationships, better relationships that will bring my level of success up because I've got a level of financial wealth that I want to, uh, to hit and it's uh, over doubling uh, where I am right now uh, to be uh, extremely successful. Right now I'm successful. I want to be extremely successful. And... Uh, that requires different conversations. It requires being in a room with different people, more successful people. So that's tonight. And um, then I will no doubt join that group. I feel confident that they'll say, yeah, look, jump on board. Um, because I've got the backing, uh, the financial backing to be able to support who I am and what I do. Uh, but we'll see. You can't be overconfident about these things. It just depends on whether they're taking new members and and so forth at the moment. So what I've done within the last, um, you know, seven days is to really look at what were the behaviours, what made my coach say that, what was I doing, taking full ownership and accountability up for it and saying, I need to change that. Because despite the fact that I'm going through hell with my daughter and she's going through hell, uh, I still need to be able to, to grow myself. Because life is too short and I don't want more weeks, days, months, 
years to go by where I'm not growing to the extent that I was because I had so much momentum before. And so I've created already a whole bunch of momentum for myself, committed myself, and my schedule is already busy. Right now, these coaching calls are at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Okay, they can go for an hour and a half to two hours. So after a very busy week, do you think that I want to sit on a coaching call at 10 p.m. on a Friday night? Well, the answer to that is yes, because I know the value that it brings me. And am I tired? Well, I might be tired at the start of the call, depending on the week, like last week, the, the week that I had was big. But by the end of the call, I'm not tired. I sleep well afterwards, but I'm pumped. I'm excited because of what I've learned, how it's inspired me, the, the energy that it's, it's flicked on, the ideas that it's created within me. I'm excited by all that. The one tonight's at 9 o'clock. Now, I haven't been to one of these before, so I'm assuming it goes for 90 minutes at least, and then I'm going to have a meeting with them afterwards. Uh, so it's probably going to be 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night when I have that discussion, my time. I'm excited about it. Excited. Now, if you're listening to this now and you think, oh, well, no, look, I, I finish work at, you know, maybe six at the latest. And people say to me, oh, I had such a busy day today. I worked till 6.30. I work till seven. Like you're serious. When you're an entrepreneur, okay, you don't really look at the clock so much. Apart from your, um, you know, your scheduled, your scheduled time and your commitment to uh, to meet with others, uh, but you just don't look at the clock because you know that it requires sacrifice to build. And. When you're building something, I think it does so many things. It obviously fires up a whole bunch within you, especially when you're, you know, you've got this passion, this hunger to do what it is that you're put here to do, and the time doesn't matter because you love it so much, it doesn't matter. You're growing, so it doesn't matter. You're hungry for more, so it doesn't matter. And so if you're not hungry to do those things, if what I've just said to you doesn't excite you, then there's something in that for you. Why aren't you excited to grow? What's stopping you from growing? Now, I've taken immediate action in the past. I could have said like years and years ago, I probably would have just disconnected and said, no, you know what, that's just really uncalled for. But now I realize that Sometimes you've got to hear the hard stuff and it's tough to hear hard things from somebody that you really admire, somebody that you really value. But in hearing that, there is a gift if you want to hear it. And since then, I've connected more with Heather. She's connected me with some other opportunities. I'm now stepping into those opportunities and immediately it's having great benefits. Immediately. And so I just think, Okay, what can you do extra to what you're doing now to create more opportunity, 
more growth, more relationships. It's, it's really exciting. I did a post after the call we had on Friday, basically just summarizing the, the top 10 takeaways. And the people that commented on that post, one of them, um, Paulie, great guy in the US, one of JT's partners, he said, you're an amazing human being. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. I stepped right back at you because he's, uh, he's a great guy. He's been on my podcast on the Mental Toughness and Body Show before. Uh, really amazing guy. And um, you know, somebody else from Canada, high-level coach, um, highly respected by JT. Uh, she also um, you know, made a really, a really powerful comment on the post as well. It's like, how's that already? You've stepped into something. You're already being acknowledged by others as to the great work that you're doing and who you are. And what does that mean? Well, this is about part of building relationships, isn't it? Staying connected with high-level people is really important. Because the more connected you are, the more opportunity for relationships comes up. Exciting really exciting so conditioning can be really powerful but as I said I'd conditioned myself out of some of the high level activities that I was doing before my coach called me out on it I changed so there's a few messages in here today doesn't matter how tough things are you need to keep pushing forward it all comes down to the attitude that you have. And if you have an attitude of complacency, then that is not going to work for you. No matter what you're going through, you need to find another level. Somehow, don't allow yourself to stop growing. Stop making excuses for yourself as to why it's okay for you to slacken off right now. Don't do that. Because that's old behaviors, old you, coming back to haunt you to say, yeah, you need to just go back to complacency land don't let that happen it'll leave you empty in the long run the other one is about your coaching you've got to get the best coaching that you can you need the accountability you need to be pushed you need to be stretched you need to be comfortable feeling feeling uncomfortable you really do because that's when you get the growth and the change. All right, I'm about to go into the car park of the hospital. I'm going to leave it there. Hope you've enjoyed this session. I've enjoyed giving it to you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.